大家好 ，I'm Bella from Bella Simple Chinese School. If you are beginner, intermediate, advanced, looking for HSK study, business Chinese, or simply want to improve your everyday communication, I'm the teacher for you. Come and join me for a free trial class at Bella Simple Chinese School. Hi guys, Craig here. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. Tell Craig your story. Today we'll be speaking to Exania Kohani. Now Exania was born in Russia, now residing in Shanghai, China. She grew up singing at a very young age before joining some rock bands in Russia. She moved to Kunshan, China, where they formed the band The Red Stars. Then Grant O from the Pearl signed them to be the house band for the Pearl Theatre. Now she's one of the most talented singers and vocalists in Shanghai at the moment, and she sings such a broad range of songs. One night it could be Abba, it could be Queen, it could be Metallica, it could be Avril Lavigne, Ed Sheeran, to name a few. Now with some great news that the Pearl has finally reopened after being locked down for a couple of weeks. And tickets are available now. Now the Red Stars are also currently working on some original music, and they plan to bring that out next year. But before we go, please go to our website. We are at Podbean. Tell Craig your story at Podbean.com. We have a link tree there which tells you where Tell Craig Your Story podcast is streaming. We are on all the major streaming services: Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Spotify, to name a few. We are on all the social medias. We have VK for our Russian listeners and WeChat for our Chinese listeners. At Tell Craig Your Story. All right, here we go. This is my chat with Xenia, part one, on Tell Craig Your Story podcast. Hi, Xenia. How are you doing today? Hello, Craig. Good to see you today. Good to see you too. Uh, you just told me just then that you were teaching some kids about singing. Yeah, I just came here from the class, and yeah, I enjoyed so much. Yeah, kids are amazing, and they're yeah, they are so into singing. And the girl that I just had, she like I don't have to tell her to do her homework because she's singing nonstop every time, <laughs> everywhere <laughs> she has a chance. She likes to improve, and she's just nine years old.、Wow. And every time when I、uh, have a class with her, she's like very precise about everything. And she says, "Okay, I need you." She tells me, "Like I need you 
to tell me this, this, and how to do this and this in the song. Yeah. She knows already by herself. Sometimes when I talk to that kid, I don't feel at all like I'm talking to a kid. <laughs> <laughs> she's so smart. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and she really, she doesn't waste her time doing classes. Yeah. And she really focused and I, I love it. So do you have just kids or is it adults as well? Uh, I have also adult yeah? uh, students, yes. Some private classes and also uh, recently I started classes in a studio. I guess, uh, yeah, I will tell you a little bit later about the sure. uh, time I spent in lockdown. So I started to attend dancing classes during lockdown, online classes. And uh, the studio opened after we were uh, all of us were released. Right. And um, the teachers in the studio, they also performed the Pearl, where I perf perform. And um, I was attending their classes and we started to think, what if we start to collaborate together and do uh, something like singing and dancing uh, classes. Mm. And we came up with this idea uh, doing something like professional uh, music videos like performers or professional people do. Ah. But it's for just normal people who don't have any experience in performing on the stage or singing or dancing. They're just students who learn so we um, do a program for them and choose a song from musical trying to do very different kinds of style yeah. so for example our first experience was uh, la la land so right. yeah we did dancing part with them i did a uh, singing part and we went to a recording studio they recorded their voices they were so excited because it never happened to them in their right. lives before uh, then uh, they learned how to uh, do lip sync mm. with something that they already recorded and dancing at the same time because it's difficult even for uh, professional and advanced performers on the stage and uh, then we should shoot a video and uh, you'll uh, there's video on my channel in yeah. uh, Instagram and in WeChat uh, channel also and they were so excited um, as for us for teachers we always want like better level from from them right. uh, so we started to think oh that was not something like that or this we could uh, improve but as for students because I told you they are not professionals and yeah. they never perform on the stage and for them it was like such an special um, experience and we decided just to keep on going yeah. and uh, the next then we decided to do something very different because La La Land is very like kind shiny bright all those uh, the, that style like of 60s Ooh. some jive uh, but then we changed and switched uh, to completely different thing like uh, moulin rouge right. and the girls the students they had to wear some sexy outfit <laughs> and singing a very different way with the motions and this and that and then we shoot a video and it's like two completely different things and they were excited too about that and now we are working uh towards a new project for christmas of course oh, christmas. <laughs> yes. yes um so this time we're going to 
do as much as we can in one video because we have several teachers and doing different styles yeah. and so there's gonna be different styles of music because Christmas songs they're oh, also so very different yeah. Yeah. and it was so difficult to choose which ones to use and yeah so we're gonna do very like in my idea is gonna be something epic <laughs> we'll see what we get <laughs> in the end <laughs> of um, our journey with this project but yeah I feel so excited and students too they like singing they always shy like oh if we can do it or yes. not but yeah I do my best to uh, to them. yes to motivate them yeah. and to feel to make them feel more more relaxed right. and it's not there's nothing uh, difficult we just need to learn this 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 so I yeah, divide everything like into small steps and we learn and then they realize, oh, it's actually okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and yeah, looking forward to see the result of um, this uh, pro like Christmas project because yesterday was just very, very first class. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, I'm in this Christmas mood already. In the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Still November. And speaking of that, now the Pearl has finally reopened. That's great news. Great news for everybody. And for people that are listening, get back down there. The tickets are available. But uh, you first started back last Wednesday, right? Yes. Good response. Nirvana, Nirvana tribute show. Yes, we started with Nirvana. Yes. Didn't have many people because we just opened the same day oh. as we announced. Oh, that we are right, open. right. But we were so excited and people who came, they were so uh, grateful yes. <laughs> for the show. So it doesn't matter, it was like how many people, but they give us, gave us all the energy as the full house, for yes. example, I, I would say. And I was so excited that day. I was so touched because um, I was not sure that we would work the day because it happened so many times yeah i remember when you came for our linkin park show. yeah that's right <laughs> i was scared of the same situation that we can be cancelled like anytime we're already at work the customers are in and mm. then we are told that sorry but the situation is very serious in the city and we just cannot be open so we all of us have to go home <laughs> yeah and wait for time when we can be open so finally, yes, until the last minute, I couldn't believe that, oh, really? Yeah. We are allowed to perform, right? Yeah. And we go now to the stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> yes. Okay, we start now, yeah. right? <laughs> and then guys started, uh, uh, my band started to play the first song, and I have small intro before I start to sing. And they started to play and I realized that, oh my God, I missed them so much yes. playing on the stage. I tell, I'm telling you that now and I'm shaking <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, uh, it wasn't, uh, it was a very difficult time for us without yeah. playing on the stage because it's our life, love our yeah, work sure. so much. And what happened that I started to cry on the stage right, right in the beginning of the first song. Mm. Uh, but then I start told to myself, okay, we have to do it. <laughs> focus on the song, focus on the show. <laughs> no cry. Yeah, uh, I tried. It, it happened several times during the first and the second songs. Mm. 
and then yes this is uh, so much emotion but yes because it's been already I would say almost a year like since the end of February that we couldn't perform mm. or we started to perform and then we had to stop it again and every time is like in a standby position yeah um, get ready any day any time to go and perform what if we open like it happened on Wednesday so we were right. kind of, we always every day is like hope yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just hope maybe today but hope okay. can be it can be a good feeling but also can feel like a little bit of a nervous sort of uh, feeling as well like a, yeah so I really hope that they, they can they can keep it open all that I can say is it's difficult time for everyone mm. and maybe we don't understand everything that's yes. going on all we can do is just follow and be flexible yes that's right because there is no way to fight against it or mm. to do anything about it we just need to follow yeah. uh, because it's not only our bar it's everyone in yeah, the right. city yeah. and yes of course we were very upset without being able to work but still uh, we have to follow uh, yeah, and cool. to be safe and exactly uh, yes. so that's the word that's the word right there safe uh, being precautious totally understand but when the pool is every night and uh, there's a big big crowd there there's nothing better than uh, going to watch a play so hopefully you can get some uh, consistent shows and then finally people can realize that hey we're back so it can be back to how it was but uh yeah good times for you mm -hmm. uh lots of lots of things going on so i want to go back to uh, where you were born so uh, you're from russia i'm gonna destroy this city name it is bio bidzin <laughs> <laughs> almost <laughs> almost <laughs> it's berabidjan berabidjan right so you were telling me that it, it's very close to the Chinese border, right? So it's right on the Chinese border. Yeah. So tell us about uh, growing up uh, in this city. It's a very small city. I would say it's just a town, uh, though it's a capital of uh, Jewish autonomous region, the only one autonomous region in uh, Russia. Right. And it's Jewish. <laughs> I'm not Jewish, <laughs> uh, but I can tell you a little bit of uh, history of that place because it's such a special place. Yeah. Because the first thing, yeah, being on the border uh, between Russia and China, living there, and uh, so now living in China, I could say that uh, my living in that city would, uh, like, brought me actually to where I am now yeah. <laughs> because in uh, my hometown we have so many um, Chinese citizens uh, Chinese people who study there uh, who work there and or just go there to visit uh, for traveling is it cheaper than China to live there and ah uh, yes it's much cheaper yeah right okay mm -hmm. talking about that place yes it's much cheaper it's Jewish because that area, uh, because Russia is super big, <laughs> and there are, of course, some regions in Russia that uh, are not so developed, so most of it is like forest. I think we are very 
uh, close and similar to Canada. Right. <laughs> like, so it's a lot of uh, nature and yes. forests and everything. Why it's on the border? Uh, government, uh, Russian government in the beginning of uh, 20th, 20th century realized that they need to develop something there, mm. um, develop uh, like uh, a city or like area for people to live because uh, there are a lot of uh, places maybe to do some, uh, I don't know how to say it in English, like uh, growing vegetables or right. something yeah. like that. And also some kind of protecting the borders uh, because uh, Japan is very close and China right, right on the border. Right. So just, yeah, they started to develop that area, some kind of protect and also to spread people all over the Russia. Like, mm. um, so they sent um, Jewish people to that area to develop. Most of people, they think that Jewish people are very smart. So right. you never can see Jewish people working uh, in agricultural things. or So they always do some very hard-working uh, hard yeah, and smart yeah, things. Yes. So they were sent there. And it actually, what I learned just today, I did, never knew about this, that it was actually the very first place in the world, that area for Jewish people. Because before that time, it was 1928. Right. Before that time, it was 14 years before Israel was stated. Oh. So only after that, there appeared a place uh, where all the Jewish could come together and live in their own country. Mm -hmm. But before, they didn't have their own place to live. Mm -hmm. So it was actually the first um, place in the world where they could do something that they would like to develop their own mm. uh, place. I also didn't know about that, that there were not only Russian Jew, uh, Jews people, there were also uh, people from all over the world, but also who were Jewish, who couldn't find their place because of some problems with attitude to this nationality. They couldn't find their place in the world, so they also came and lived uh, there and help to develop but as soon as uh, they uh, got their own country all of them moved <laughs> oh yeah right there. so now there it's still uh, the name of uh, my hometown and the place where i uh, where, where i'm from is jewish autonomous region but we don't have more jewish people there than any other place in the world has yeah, Except right. maybe <laughs> Israel. Mm. So it's like 4 or 5% of uh, the whole population. Very interesting. Yes. And is it the same now? Yes. Yeah, right. It's and, the same. And tell us about uh, your uh, parents. Like, were your mum and dad, were they uh, involved in the entertainment, like music, singing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah? That's interesting because that's how they met. <laughs> Right. <laughs> my mom is a very good singer. She loves to sing. And my papa, my father was um, playing guitar right. at the time. There, it was like Soviet Union at the time. Yes. And they had some groups of people. I don't really know how to explain, but like inter for entertainment, for people who work hard. Yeah. like on factories or with agriculture or anything like that so uh, we had at that time like at that time some groups of people who like musicians 
they would go to different uh, like departments or like and would perform for common people to uh, make their lives uh, like I don't know brighter yeah, <laughs> a little happy, bit yeah. because they, those people are very hard working yeah. work with yeah, uh, difficult times as yes. well and yeah my mom was one of uh, those people who she was singing and my dad yeah played guitar and um, they were in also together in one organization and what's interesting when they met it's been like one week after my father didn't say anything to my mom except uh tomorrow don't forget to bring your passport that was uh, a proposal to my mom <laughs> like tomorrow we go <laughs> <laughs> that's, <to marry. laughs> that's something I should be writing down. Uh, note to self: find an attractive girl and just say, uh, "I want to bring a passport." <laughs> so it's not romantic at all, <laughs> but there is something that I like about it. Like you know what you want, yeah. you say what you want, you get it. Yeah. And now I'm sitting here that's, in front of you. There's no point going to dinners <laughs> and having dates. Just oh, you know what's what's even funnier that the first day they met uh my father didn't even buy a ticket for my mom in a bus (laughs) (laughs) because he said at that time it was just the first day i was not sure (laughs) it's my destiny why should i spend my money on it but then after just seven days don't forget to bring your husband (laughs) tomorrow It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. And and do you know of other families or couples that have got together like that, or is this, this I never, just the way? I <laughs> never heard anything. Yeah. All I he- all I hear all the time is like people are dating years and years yeah. and years, sometimes ten years or twenty years, and then when and they already have kids mm. and maybe already like grandsons and granddaughters and then in the end of the life they decide to marry mm. i think world is so interesting we yeah. can find so many <laughs> different things well, well yeah. we made a good choice then <laughs> made a very good choice and they're very short <laughs> uh, yes and talking about music yes they were playing at home and singing at home they really like to invite their friends to our place and they were singing some songs and me as a kid i always listened to it and liked it so much and uh, they never taught me how to sing but i listened and i just followed them and then there were so many interesting stories uh, because my mother's uh, parents they lived in a super small village it's like 10 houses and nothing like for many many like t- kilometers yes. around and um every summer was spent there it was wonderful time and sometimes they would um lose me <laughs> i'm like three four <laughs> years old and once they found me i was singing a song to a cow <laughs> because <laughs> And probably I thought she, that car was listening. <laughs> it was huge, and I'm like super little. <laughs> they were scared, but I was so self confident. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> and 
then I remember all the time, uh, starting from like my very small, like when I was very little, all the time I remember I was trying to do performances for my family. Right. I collected friends or neighbors, kids and or my like cousins and I planned, okay, what can we do? We would um, paint like a wallpaper for them that we have a show. They have to be there this time, this day. And uh, like we learned to dance, yeah. uh, some, some movements and singing and I don't know what else, but it happened many times. I don't know how I did this, but I just couldn't help myself not doing it's it. It's natural. <laughs> And then every time, like when I uh, entered school, when I start, started to study in school, also every um, performance, I also, I like, I don't know, nobody told me that I have to do it. It, it was just normal and natural for me. Mm. Okay, we have a show at school. Okay, who want to join me? <laughs> and then we learn something. I never learned how to dance. Right. But I was a choreographer. Right. <laughs> I just couldn't yeah. help it really. <laughs> and then, then like studying in a school, I realized that I have a very good uh, abilities for mathematics, and I won very good uh, prizes, like first and second place mathematics Olymp Olymp Olympics. Like, oh yeah. It's competition in our hometown. When I was in eighth grade, then ninth grade, then tenth grade. But then, when it was like the end of the tenth grade, I realized, okay, what should I do next? It's time to think about uh, entering university and choosing my pro future profession. And then I realized that, okay, what should I do? If I will continue to do it with mathematics, then I will not be happy about it. Yeah, that. yeah, that's right. So, living in the city with many Chinese people, <laughs> I realized that the best choice for me is to go and learn Chinese. Right. <laughs> so, I entered university and I finished. I'm some, I got diploma of a specialist degree. So, my speciality is teacher of Chinese and English. Yeah, right. Then I continued to... I love teaching so much. Yeah. I loved it. But then I worked uh, for, I stayed at the university and continued to work there oh, as a after that yeah, for five years. Right. And I started with just teaching, then I was invited to international department and I started to take care of Chinese students at the university. We, when I just started, we had only maybe around 20, 30 Chinese students. But then by the end, when I already uh, left, it was over than 100. Wow. But our city is very, very small, so, and the university also not big, so that was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And only for two people working in an international department. So what I did is I did all the visas, everything. I looked after their living in the um, uh, dormitory and uh, looking after their like um, studying in the university. Mm. So that was my work. Yeah, and at the same time I was teaching uh, at the university, but then, and at the same time, so during the daytime, I was a teacher and an office worker, yes. but then when the night time comes, yes. 
I become a rock star. <laughs> come on, that's what I was going to say. Where does this soul music and singing come into? Yeah, it never disappeared from Good. my life. It, it's been always there. So you've always been like, uh, sorry, getting back to like when you were a kid and, and performing, were you always that confident person that, that went on stage and like, this is my show? Yes. Yeah? <laughs> Not all the time, but I actually had very nice people around me all the time because of course it doesn't matter uh, how professional you are or how famous you are there will be always people who will not like you yeah <laughs> right and that's very important to have very supportive people next to you all the time in your life yes. who will tell you that oh you're doing great don't listen to anyone yes. uh, and they are they really like truly believed in me right? <laughs> and that's why it, it gave me some energy and motivation to continue continue because it happened so many times because I never give up singing it happened actually every year maybe for a couple of months when I was just because when it's that long process of growing of course you will rise and you will fall yes <laughs> Yeah, all the time but when you fall one time two times three times then you kind of lose this confidence and then yeah I stopped uh, singing every year I think every summer yeah. <laughs> it happened to me that no never never again I will do it yes. but then after two three months I feel like each <laughs> <laughs> the itch in the back that you can't, you can't scratch. yes I should do it yes. right now and I start to sing and I realize having that rest like also mental rest and physical rest from singing there is something new that appeared every every year in me and I felt that yeah I would say motivation to yes. continue so I started again not to care what people say yes. if you will listen to everyone you will never grow of course if it would be so easy that you want something and you get it at once then probably everyone would do that but I mean so were you singing by yourself in high school or was it actual band that you formed there or how did that work when I was uh, like three four years old yes. my parents sent me to a school that had many many different activities including singing solfeggio right. cool. english uh, dancing school of development for kids and at that time i start they um, also arranged some competitions and i decided to like maybe i decided maybe my parents decided to send me to a competition and i won a prize Yes. Yeah. So I get I got that that one because I remember I was singing a song about a broken heart. <laughs> I'm four. <laughs> I don't know if you remember when you're in kindergarten, everything feels so like emphasized. Yes. <laughs> when you like a boy in your group in a kindergarten, and then today he's your boyfriend, and tomorrow he's. <laughs> he already with another girl <laughs> and I felt it like so strong and I, I, I sang a song four-year-old girl was singing a song about her broken heart and 
audience was amazed. Like I felt it so deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, after I uh, started to, like, there were se- several more competitions like that. Uh, and then when I started to study in a school, it was time also for my parents to think about uh, maybe also a musical school. Right. Like, uh, how is it right to say music school or yeah. musical school? Yeah, same, same. It's the same, yeah. okay. With me going around to uh, around China and seeing all these villages like at your city, yes. it's shone upon not to promote music because that's not going to get you a job. Mm-hmm. Like the, they're farmers, they're, they're very hardworking, so yeah, factory or, or working on the farm or working with their family business. But music or art or drawing or painting it's not allowed it's not shown upon you got to you got to get the best marks in maths and, and uh, in english and chinese and uh, you've got to get full marks and you've got to do lots of reading and um, i was always one that promoted that because even my parents uh, said that i couldn't do music that i had to do an, another subject where i could get a job Mm-hmm. Like a proper job. Music's not going to get you a job, Craig. <laughs> so you do something that, that's going to help. So I'm glad that I hear that your your family actually sort of supported that. They Yeah, they do. But what happened when I was seven and it was time to uh, for me to start music school. Mm. Because my, my parents already saw me like having some uh, talent. talent in yes. it. Or also my... like. I was willing to do it. They nobody could stop me. I just I would, was doing it all the time. But what my father said is that we shouldn't do it because right. uh, otherwise our kids will have no childhood. Yes. Because that's what happened to many of my friends, and till now I also I know so many friends who finished the school, graduated, they have a diploma, but they say I will never touch piano again. Yeah. Never will touch it in my life. Because when you're a kid, it's oh, I think it's also very important uh, who is your teacher. Yes. And I actually, I'm happy that it happened this way. Maybe I would be, because I don't know otherwise how my life, what my life would be now. Mm. Because I really love the way I am now where I am. I love Shanghai. I love the Pearl, and not maybe learning Chinese. Mm. If I would go to like a conservatory, for example, to some other city, and not learning Chinese, I would never ever ever thought about it. Uh, right. To go to China, mm. to to work here. So maybe I had a very long break after like I started to study in school yes I had a very long break uh, in performing on the stage um, but I never stopped singing at home right and I just had a conversation with my mom recently and I said mom why didn't you like do this didn't you do that because what I do now like my life my work now is music why you didn't like took me there or there she said I didn't know you were interested anymore Um. because when the school started there was a lot of homework and a lot of things to do 
and I realized that because for me it never stopped she just didn't see it because I was singing they were at work for the whole day and I was singing not to bother anyone I was singing when nobody's home right but I was doing hours and hours and yes hours all the time <laughs> every day non-stop and then uh, yeah my mom also she gave up singing but then something happened when I was a teenager and she started to go to a local club it's like not club like a nightclub it's club for um it's like art like governmental club of art right when you can go you can have some classes of dancing and singing and this and that circus anything and government uh, was paying salaries to those teachers so you attend classes but then you perform on the stage for free right so what can be better yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so you kind of pay it back <laughs> yeah. with your performances for different, like they, because there are so many holidays and they need a lot of performers. And she started to go there and have shows. Mm. And I was singing at home. And one day, like, Mom, <laughs> please take me to, I wanted to. <laughs> and she took me there also. I had auditions there. And they told me, you cannot be a solo singer. Oh. <laughs> You're not good enough. You you cannot sing solo. We will not waste time on you. Oh, wow. Um, but we have a girls band here. <laughs> you can try. Right. And they took me. <laughs> and we were also, we had so many performances. That's where I learned how to sing harmonies. Because oh. it was like four, uh, sometimes five girls singing together, all of us teenagers, <laughs> hard mu- girls. What music was it? Uh, uh, is it, it classical music? It was or? more classical music, yeah. yes. Hmm. Something that is, it's not really popular music, but something that is good for this kind of shows, for uh, this kind of audience. It was more about something like, like good world or some yes. something nice and yes. uh, if it's like a, a victory day then something about victory and the right. war and all and this and that or something about new year or like because we were a part of that club so we had to um, be able to cover those shows yes. to get, be ready to perform but it was such a good opportunity because it gave me so much confidence i finally started uh, to sing but at the same time there was a teacher who took me and she actually she she gave me the most than every everybody else gave me like in singing yeah it was classical singing (laughs) and i was singing like some not opera it was i was very far from it but some like very classical love songs that are very in a good uh, breathing position like not at all what I'm doing (laughs) (laughs) and I've been learning to sing like that for many many, maybe seven or eight years but then something happened (laughs) (laughs) and I was invited to a rock band (laughs) come on (laughs) and I was so surprised (laughs) (laughs) because 
I never heard anything and for me rock music because my parents are not those kind of parents who would listen rock music yeah. at home and then okay okay I try <laughs> and I came they listened I sang a couple of songs they said okay you're hired all right <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> then, then then they gave me a list of the songs right to learn there was another one singer in our band uh, a male singer so for the first time he would do the most of the songs because they already started like some time ago I would do some backing vocals and do some solo songs and I started to listen to those songs oh my god it was just so something different yes <laughs> I really understand people who for example hear who say that rock music is just uh, noise <laughs> and like G -g 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 because it was the same for me. Yeah. <laughs> I had the same feeling. Yeah, because you never heard it before. Yes, for me it was completely different and so strange and so loud and so annoying, noisy. <laughs> but like, no, I have to keep going to yeah. do something. So I do. I did it every day because I couldn't stand it for a long time. Now what learning. rock? Now what rock music was that? Is that Russian bands or no, like it pop, was, pop bands or in the world? It was both. Right. Uh, I cannot tell you now what bands were that because at that time I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just learned the songs. Uh, I can say there was something from... We did some Red Hot Chili Peppers for sure. We did some... It's interesting chili... how far music can get. Uh, you know, the small villages like yours. Yes. Like it's still here. It's, it's, like, it's like for me it's a huge gap <laughs> yeah. between what I did and what I should do right now. Yeah, right. It's like a super big challenge. Mm. But then I started it and I slowly I started to love it. Yeah, right. There was something about it when you were just not standing on the stage and singing your hoo-hoo-hoo, yeah. something <laughs> like that, but you are rocking it. Yeah. And when you see that people are not yeah, just man. sitting like this and listening to you, but they are rocking with They're you. Jumping, yeah. And this exchange of energy, I want to felt it. I said, yes, <laughs> there is something in it that I didn't know. Yes, yes. <laughs> and slowly yeah, I started to learn and it was a very interesting experience for me. But it was very difficult for me to switch from one uh, style of singing to a completely different yeah. one. And especially for rock songs, it's not there are so many different styles of oh, singing yes, yes. so different many styles of music and it's uh, there was so much for me to learn what a, ch <laughs> what a challenge but like to be able to do that and and now like this is sort of what you're doing now all these years later did you form a band and did you start playing some shows with this band or was it just like a in-house thing uh, we played in the clubs. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yes, we started from our uh, hometown, playing in some bars and clubs. And then we extended our field <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to other cities. And we uh, yeah, traveled to many other cities in our like Russian Far East that oh, area. Okay. Was the closest city to Berbijan is Khabarovsk. And Khabarovsk... I don't know for now, but it has been 
like capital of Russian Far East for a long time. So right. it's a big city, many opportunities and bars and many other bands as well. So what we did there, many bands rotating. So the, the same number of bars and the number of bands rotating between different bars. So all the bands play at the same bars like all the time but different days yes yeah so we also find a way to squeeze in there (laughs) yes and it was such a good experience also yeah in some other cities but yeah mostly in that uh, city of Khabarovsk and my sister my sibling sister she uh, after uh, graduating from school she went to uh, study in the university there in Khabarovsk. Oh, right. And I stayed in um, Birabijan and I studied Chinese in Birabijan. And every time, like, I, w- I was living there and studying in my university and then every weekend going with guys to Khabarovsk to perform. And she didn't miss even one show. Right. She attended every, every single show. And recently we also had this conversation. I told her, I'm so grateful that you supported me every time you were like you were there for me and she said what are you talking about like I say it means so much to me that it, it was just normal yeah she didn't like she didn't never pushed herself to do it it was just this normal is... for her to see me every time I'm there and to support me and uh, she was always proud of me, yeah, to bring some, she brings her friends to see my performance and yeah, so that means a lot to me, yeah. <laughs> this support, because from family it's super important, yeah, absolutely. it's very, very important, that's why I say I have this uh, close people uh, next to me who always supported me, that's why I have this, um, uh, strength and energy and power not to care about somebody who doesn't like me. Right, yes. Yeah, because none of us is perfect, I know that, but yes. <laughs> so, do you get a chance to, like, when was the last time you went back to uh, your village to see your sister or your parents, or have they come to China to visit you? Or? Uh, my sister visited me once in Shanghai. Right. She stayed for several days. Yeah. It's actually it's very easy because it's just three hours flight from Shanghai to Vladivostok. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then right. just one hour from Vladivostok to my hometown. Oh. So actually, if you want to see your parents, you can go one day. Like it's just, It takes you like half of a day to go get there to see them and maybe to come back the next day right. <laughs> back to work. Theoretically. <laughs> and what did she? What I was her? Ex, what was it? What was her experience of Shanghai and uh, the uh, culture shock? She, because uh, she never been abroad before. Right. And the city is huge, yeah. but we actually we didn't manage to see a lot in Shanghai because I was working, working. all the time. Yeah. She was just. She was there play. for my show <laughs> every night, so nothing changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she was happy to be just next to me and spend time with me. Yeah, because I don't think she did it for Shanghai, but she did just to see me because you know, we miss each other a lot. Yes. We talk almost every day. And yeah, I showed her some of uh, places here. 
she was very yeah, uh, impressed yeah, <laughs> because it's so beautiful, such a big city. But unfortunately, she stayed just maybe for four or five days, and most of the time I just had to work, so I didn't have a chance to show more to her. But I think uh, we still will have another <laughs> uh, chance to do it again, and I would love my parents to come here and see to see the life that I live here yeah. <laughs> because it's so different from what from where we live. My parents also didn't have a chance to travel abroad because I always had to work and yes. to raise their Family. child children. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How, so. how old were they when they, they had the uh, the family? Them? Yeah. How old were your parents? Maybe twenty years old. Oh, 20, That's very young. Yeah. Yes. Very impulsive. Yeah. <laughs> Proposing to my mom right yeah. <laughs> only after one week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh they and they are the same age. Right. Both. And yeah. I appeared in this world when they were twenty five. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm getting off topic here and it mm-hmm. might be a little bit of a touchy subject, but with what's happened recently, I'll just ask, are your family okay now? They are okay. Mm. Of course, I mean, physically, <laughs> they are fine, <laughs> they are okay, they are healthy, everything is good. But, mm. of course, what's happening now between two our countries, it's not good, yes. <laughs> I would say. Yes, uh, Because we, uh, me personally, I have, uh, yeah, I'm from Russia, but I have a lot of Ukrainian friends here. Yes. Uh, and very close and dear friends and it was shocking when it happened. Hmm. Yeah, my uh, surname, my last name, is Ukrainian. Right. It's very difficult to pronounce and to spell it, (laughs) but the meaning of the surname is beloved. Mm. So we we have a lot of relatives uh, with Ukrainian uh, roots. (laughs) Yes, yes. It's like half and half. Mm. And many Russian people do, like most of us, because we are already we're mixed and there are also many Russian people living in Ukraine and uh, of course Ukraine is a different country, a separate country and they have their own everything. Mm. They are not a part of Russia, I understand that, but I uh, still can say that we are friends. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Uh, what's going on now? It's heartbreaking, and I don't know what to say. It's just yeah. it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just, I was saying I, I've met some uh, amazing uh, people from the Ukraine and from uh, Russia. So uh, getting back to that, so why why then China? Obviously, you were studying Chinese. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big factor and being close to the border. Uh, but why did you decide to first come to China? Or was there opportunities in music or was it a relationship? Uh, like, why, why China? I think it was, there was like many factors who were there. The first thing is I realized that I love music. Yes. I cannot live without music. And uh, as I told you, like during the daytime, I was a... Uh, like clerk yeah. <laughs> and teacher <laughs> and during the night time a rock star playing in <laughs> bars because I just 
yeah, I had to do this. And of course, um, I couldn't do it. I could uh, if I would only perform, I wouldn't survive. I yes. would say. So it's like hobby with some benefit. Right. <laughs> I would say, but not enough to live like fully. Right. <laughs> I would yeah. Say. That's why all of us we had to work during the daytime. And then uh, every week, Friday, Saturday, to go uh, somewhere to perform right. yes. and have some fun, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> finally. And of course, we would love to do only that, but there was no chance to do it right. at the place where we lived. So some mm-hmm. of my friends, uh, they moved to China They're from the same university. Uh, my teacher and some other like uh, classmates and they started they started to learn more about china and they realized that there are so many opportunities for many like for different people uh, depending on what you do mm-hmm. but you can find your place here and live your happy life doing what you like and being paid uh, very well yes. to be happy <laughs> And good deal. Yes, and they started to send me advertisements (laughs) about work here and there in clubs for singers and the salary that was in that uh, advertisement was a bit shocking because I didn't think that it can be true. Right. But it was continuously, so my friends, they didn't give up. They yeah. also, they loved my shows and every time when they, like, before they moved to China, every time they they were there to support and to uh, have fun together with us. Yeah, they didn't give up. Yeah. One of my friends, she continuously sent me <laughs> those different uh, adver- advertisements. Was it just uh, Shanghai or was it... No, she was in uh, Hainan at that time. Right. But they were moving and trying also different oh, uh, cities. Right, she right. was living in Shanghai as well for some time. But then I found... Uh, yeah, we found uh, some people who has like uh, agency. Because we, didn't, we couldn't get any like real contacts for the band. Because actually for... Um, yeah, for my band, because we... The, the, the same band that we performed uh, in Russia, we moved all together here to China. Right. So we know, yeah, we've been living in China like maybe for six years, a little bit more. But we've been together, I already cannot count for how many years. Right. Because we're all from the small town and there were some, maybe I was playing with them maybe only for like 11 years or more or less. I cannot even count now. But other guys they are a little bit older and they were doing some other bands together here and there so i don't know how many years maybe more than uh, i'm here in this world (laughs) but i mean it it, it's like a long time (laughs) it's a very long time that we are together and i'm so happy that we are still together and uh, growing together and still friends and we're really like family what what's your theory on staying together as a band for 11 years that's a long time i don't know we i think we love music 
a lot mm. and somehow we really we feel each other on the stage yeah we are so together to very supportive are they like your brothers yes yeah yeah it's true yes yeah before yeah when we first came to china it was uh, like yeah four of us all from the same hometown i would say even from the same street <laughs> right yeah right wow <laughs> yeah living so close and um then when uh, the first quarantine happened uh, our drummer uh went uh, went back to russia and didn't come back so we uh invited another drummer Gil. right uh, he worked before in a chair club and we really wanted him to join us <laughs> we didn't want anyone else yeah because yeah he has very uh, interesting like humor <laughs> <laughs> uh, and some very interesting and uh, happy energy on yeah. the stage that we really needed for us to yeah. because it's when you work as a band because you're also uh, perform uh, in a band it's very uh, important uh, because the whole energy and the whole performance mm -hmm. it's like um, combines with all the characters and attitude and energy and how it all goes together yes. and then you uh, get a bomb yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then that explodes in its own way yes. and differently every night yes. <laughs> because you have yeah we all bring all of our yeah self <laughs> into the process it's very interesting mm. and it's not easy i would say it's never easy no it's never easy no yes never easy. but it's interesting yeah. and how we get together yeah i can say that we are like family yeah because we, the first thing is like yeah we been together for such a long time but then um we are still together and we support each other, we help each other and uh, we listen. And of course, sometimes we have uh, some arguments and this and that, but even with happen. parents, you have yeah, arguments. That's right. With your sisters and brothers, that's like right. siblings, you have. But yeah. it, show, it shows the passion that you want to have the best you know, performance. Yes. You know? So arguments are going to happen with writing and writing music and being creative. Because everyone's not going to have the same idea all the time. Yes. So but you've got to listen to that sort of thing. But yeah, it's just like a relationship all yes, the time. Yes, it's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's hard work. Yeah, it is very hard work. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nigel the Shanghai Psychic. I can tune into your loved ones in the spirit world. But I can also tune into you. Tell you about your path. And the choices that you need to make and need to know. I'm currently giving 30% discount on all Tell Craig Your Story listeners. Just use the code Tell Craig Your Story for 30% off your first psychic reading with me online at Nigel the Shanghai Psychic.